and we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 253, aka year six, week three, coming at you this week. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And since we give out phone numbers for you to call in, uh, 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301, that's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. So what is going on with you this week, MC? Um, So is the the Trump impeachment thing over yet? Uh, I believe so. Well, no. I'm going to say no because, yes, it is. Like, he's he's been impeached. Uh, They voted to acquit. Uh, some some are calling it a historical vote, uh, and and now uh, that should be the end of it. Um, but guess who wants to go on the offense now? Just take a guess. Uh, Trump. Trump, right? So now he's like, you know what? Now that now that they've acquitted me, let's just go ahead and expunge the the impeachment. Like he's throwing, he's trying to figure out a way to get that expunged uh, from the from the uh, the House vote. Oh, so. Well. Ongoing, ongoing the battle. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm not worried about that though. Um, it's unlikely to happen, but you know, <laughs> until they go, I'm sorry, sir, you can't do that. You're just going to have to be impeached. You're, you're fired. Right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then they'll make a, a ray gun to uh, wipe everybody's memory too. And then, and then, pre- uh, you know, President Trump's presidency will be untarnished. Yes. Well, the pro- if they do that, right, then like, well, he hasn't been impeached. Let's 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 impeach him, and then the, they'll start the impeachment process again. They oh, have yeah. Co- they have to continually wipe people's memories. Yeah. There's some people. Apparently, he's got like a campaign ad out that has him like you know Trump 2032 up up to like 2044 or something, and like some some someone on the left is like flipping out like, see, he's gonna be your ruler forever until the day he dies. He's gonna be like as. Well. Not even, <laughs> not even seeing like the own satire in that, right? Like yeah. Snopes could have called that one, uh, but yeah, anything, anything to get mad at him about, they'll they'll find something. Yeah, well, he's old anyway. I'm, I wouldn't be too worried about him being there till he dies. Well, yeah, but it could be sooner than later, right? You know, you yeah. never know. But yeah, the the, the impeachment for the most part over, uh, book closed, chapter done. Uh, all the battles, you know, still going back and forth. Like the the latest, right? It was like you know the the State of the Union address. Did you catch that by any chance? No. no. Okay. Did you at least see the video of of uh, Speaker Pelosi tearing, just ripping at the uh, printed out speech that Trump handed her? I I saw that drama. I didn't okay. see the video, but yeah, I saw a picture. Okay. You funny word, right? I saw that drama as if it's a big deal. Right, like it's petty, number one, right. and th- and then they're going like that may have been illegal. That's an that's an official document. You're not allowed to, you know, s- section three, subsection forty two b of some s- s- code or so whatever. My, my only comment on that was, well, it's politician on politician violence. Yeah, go for it. Right. <laughs> okay. And then on uh, yesterday, uh, Trump fired a handful of people who like testified against him. And they're like, well, no, no, that's illegal. You can't fire people for because they test, you know. So he kind of he cleaned house a little bit. Uh, you know, end of the day on Friday, right? Everyone's gone home from work. None of the news outlets are picking up, but a handful of people stuck around. 
So I don't I don't have a lot to to say on that other than yeah that makes sense right he's he's petty and vindictive as well <laughs> what did you expect to happen if you decided to, if you decided like you know to to risk your job to testify against the president uh, knowing <laughs> knowing his proclivities and his you know his catchphrase right right <laughs> like was that going to go over well like yes we got him impeached you knew he was going to get acquitted you testified anyway uh, come on let's be real. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, in other news, um, I think, uh, who, who was it that paid for the, the app that they were supposed to use to vote with in the Iowa caucus? Oh, are you, are you suggesting that it was a, uh, Hillary Clinton backed organization? Cause that's the word either, on the street. Either Hillary Clinton or maybe a combination of people, but I, I heard Pete was also involved in that. Oh, that's interesting. And so, interesting. so the conspiracy theory would be that you know Pete and gang or whatever are uh, you know conspiring um, to change the votes. Okay. And so they so they pay for the voting software that is flawed. And uh, what was really funny is that Pete declared victory before the votes were even sent in. And then he retracted it before the votes were sent in. Interesting. And, and then he ended up having the most votes uh, in the end. So it's it seems kind of fishy. Like, oh, he's he knew ahead of time what, what the results were going to be. Uh, <laughs> and <Okay. laughs> so I didn't hear that part. So fill me in a little bit. I I heard what I what I saw as far as the when the news rolled out was. Um, like 62% of, of precincts or whatever they call them reporting in had him in the lead, right? And you go like, well, that might be indicative of the rest of the state. Then he declared victory uh, and then recanted, you know, the, you know, re- retracted uh, mm-hmm. that declaration because not all the votes were in and all of a sudden there were problems. So are you, is my timeline yeah. off? Well, mm. your your timeline is probably more accurate than mine because okay. I really I really didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really like when when I went to bed it said zero percent, and so I don't really know if it was zero percent or if that was just the first thing that I saw. And at the For same Pete? time, yeah, and at the same time that I saw the zero percent, it also said you know Pete had you know said you know we won. Uh, okay. So I you know I don't know what really happened. I don't okay. really care. We- you go to bed a lot later than me as far as like, you know, or a lot. Sure. Yeah. Because I was, I've, uh, you know, the news comes out and then I go to bed and then whatever happens while I'm sleeping, you might still be privy to. Right. Uh, but I so, don't know what happened. I, I don't, I, 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 was, I was, I'm just straightened up saying that. But okay. what I'm, but the only thing I wanted to say <laughs> was that there are some people that believe that, you know, that, that the vote wasn't uh, done right in a, in a uh, upfront manner. So um, that's a guarantee. At this point, that's a guarantee. And I, I, I don't know anything about that Pete guy anyway. I don't know where all, all of a sudden he's, you know, neck and neck with Bernie. Um, I will know. say that that's what the surprising part for me coming out of the results were. Like even at 62% reporting and they had Mayor Pete like at like 27% and Bernie at 25 I went, where the hell did this guy come from? Right? Yeah. So was, I don't know anything about him. I uh I know he's gay because there was some drama about some guy wanting to take his vote back. It was a lady, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like what? What? He's a homosexual? 
<laughs> he, he likes guy. Well, can I can I get my can I get can my I get delegate my slip back? I don't. Yeah. I'm not throwing my hat in for a homosexual. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that was right, but that's so what, that's outside drama. So what Go is ahead. he a mayor of? Uh oh man, South Bend, Indiana. Some no no okay. that, no. Is it Indiana? He's mayor of some town in like I want to say Indiana or maybe Michigan, but not Iowa. Not Iowa. So kind of surprising in, that he won. If you know whatever, I don't know what happened, but uh, right. I don't know why. I don't know why people are voting for him. Um, well, and, because and it might be the lesser of five evils, right? <laughs> like let's let's be real. You got you got you got the Bernie you got the Bernie Bros, <laughs> right? The the all the the you know devout socialist, and then who else is up? Who else has any popularity whatsoever? Right, Biden way the hell out there as far as anyone is concerned. Over the hill, way too old for this. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, terrible female, no chance of beating Trump. Right, and you know you look at the res- and everyone's favorite you know candidate here and there, whatever Tulsi for whatever reason, absolutely no presence whatsoever as far as votes or delegates. She was she was at zero, right? As as the results rolled in, she was at zero and stayed at zero for like the whole night. Uh, and so so Mayor Pete, right? Might get some some you know I I see Pete signs up now. Ironically enough, more Pete signs than I've seen uh, over the few months where Tulsi was the only sign up uh, in my neck of the woods. Um, so I don't know what he's saying at the debates because I don't watch those. Uh, <laughs> but but definitely surprised. Like when I saw, like I said, when I saw the results, I went, "Wow, that came out of nowhere." He's got mm-hmm. no chance of beating Trump, but wow, that came out of nowhere. Like he's you know, and then when you come on and say you know. Oh, he was part of the the app creator, or like you know the the company that created the app. I go, well, that makes sense then, right? <laughs> so that's yeah, how well, you come out of nowhere. Yeah, that would be the way. <laughs> that yeah. is definitely the way to come out of nowhere and and you know steal the steal Iowa, uh, because even 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 at the end, right? Like you know there were there there were memes going about about Bernie like sharing you know sharing the wealth of right. delegates. Uh, but was it? Did Bernie Bernie got the popular vote and didn't get all the delegates, or something like? That. So now he's calling for an end to the electoral college. Some some weird stuff about that where um, the popular vote didn't go. Doesn't the popular vote winner in Iowa doesn't have the most delegates going into the convention? So we'll see. And I think New Hampshire's uh, on Tuesday. So there's a big Donald Trump rally uh, Monday over here that I'm just dreading because it's <laughs> it's. it's it's like in between where I, where I work and we're coming home. So yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to be a mess for a little bit and it could prolong my day. Um, I don't really care. The Trump results coming out of Iowa. Did you have a, did you take a look at that at all? Uh, no. 97% for Trump coming out on the Republican side. I oh, think, uh, okay. Well, wonderful. Bill Weld got like, I think 1%, something like that. And whoever, I don't even know who else is running. Uh, just, Nothing. Like, why bother? Why bother throwing you? Why bother throwing your hat into the ring for an incumbent president? You know, we got you get zero chance. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> really, I, I, I mean, it's I, barely I, news. I couldn't answer that. <laughs> yeah. It's barely. It was like you know they had the 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 website that I was on had like the the Democratic results, and then there was a tab that said like oh Republican results, and like huh, no one's talking about that. I just clicked over ninety seven Trump or ninety seven point whatever Trump. You know, one point whatever percent Bill Weldon. I go. That makes total sense. You know, 
had the opportunity to see Bill Weld speak a few months ago, was not impressed. He came to like a, a liberty, came to a liberty meetup to tell us how much of a libertarian he was, and he was he was the man to take down Trump. I go, well, well, whatever. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait for the next speaker. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, so Mayor Pete, you know, doing his thing. We'll see where that goes. Uh, likely nowhere, because we'll, you know, come on. So then it could be Bernie, <laughs> Bernie and Trump. That would be interesting. That seems to be the way it's going to play out. The, diffi- the, the difficulty there is uh, if it's not Bernie, right, the Democrats lose a whole bunch of Bernie bros that'll stay home, right? Like th- there, there's people on the left that are 100% behind Bernie and don't give two shits about anybody else. Like they will not support another candidate. So if the Democrats... Yeah don't put forward Bernie as their as their candidate to take on Trump. They're giving up a shit ton of socialist votes that would that would go to the left. Uh, and whether or not they move those to Trump is unlikely, but the those that might stay home is probably more likely than not. Strategy at this point. Strategy at this point that I don't really care about, but I'm fascinated by. Like I'm interested in the strategy of it, even though I don't care. Well, okay, the but there's also a whole bunch of Democrats that would definitely stay home uh, because Bernie's in. You think? So, yeah, definitely. Especially, you know, there there are a lot of reasonable Democrats that that don't like Bernie and for the right reasons because he's a socialist, you know? Okay. I think think the the popularity contest thing, I think it works on on stage, uh, but I, I, I think amongst uh, actual voters um kind of kind of like in the republican uh conventions uh right. actual republicans um you know not going to vote for ron paul you know they're not there's and the, you know do they care if the ron paul people stay home no <laughs> you know they 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 wanted mccain in and uh and and therefore uh, mccain lost you know <laughs> I think so. that's a better comparison to the Bernie people than it is to another candidate. Like if, sure. if, if Ron Paul had gotten the nomination, I don't necessarily think the McCain people would have stayed home. Mm, I think they, mm, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. It is. I think, yeah. But I think as far as popularity well, they, goes, they I would have voted people, either way, I guess. Probably. Cause that's they, what they, they do. Would, they vote. <laughs> right. And, and Ron Paul still better than a Democrat. Right. It's yeah. it's it's hard to it's hard to look at the Republican field compared to the Democrat field and go like, well, Elizabeth Warren, even though even though she's not Bernie. Right. I it's still I'd still go Elizabeth Warren over. I'm still going to go out and vote for Elizabeth Warren uh, because still way better than Trump. I don't I don't think you can make I don't think you can make that same argument. It may be true. Right. But if you're if you're a diehard socialist, diehard Bernie supporter, uh and then, you know, you feel like you've been robbed again, right? You got robbed by Hillary last year. You're going to get robbed by whomever uh, the, the you know, the Democrat high-ranking party members want in there, um, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's Mayor Pete or Joe Biden or Hillary again, because apparently she's, you know, putting feelers out there for whatever <laughs> god-awful reason, you know. I think she's just trying to stay relevant. <laughs> Yes, but yet won't get her pay, won't get her lawsuit papers served to her by Tulsi. 
like dodged it, dodged it a number of times and then declared that, yeah, yeah, you don't need to serve me. Go ahead with your lawsuit. I don't need to be served. (laughs) Well, if that's the case, just get served. Stop worrying about it. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, um, what else is new? So yeah, go ahead. Uh, not much. So I, you know, I, I'm making a, a a concerted effort to stay off of Facebook. Uh, <laughs> okay. More than you, just not as not like I'm not leaving. I'm not like I'm not quitting cold turkey. I'm just I'm just moving some of the things that I do off of Facebook. Um, I talked about this a little bit last week on the show, so I like you know I'm yeah, let's see what Telegram has to offer. Uh, so I got myself into a few uh, Telegram groups. Um, got kicked out of a few Telegram groups already. So. <laughs> I wanted, I just wanted, I wanted to like, you know, I, I tend, how do I want to phrase this? I can read the communist manifesto and not become a communist. Uh, I can read Mein Kampf and not become a Nazi. So I can, I can ab- absorb the views of other groups without agreeing with them. Um, and without like being, you know, without being red pilled by them. Uh, that might be a giveaway. So one of the groups that I got myself into um, was like the the alt right white nationalist group, um, mostly because they do like they do a decent podcast, you know. Like it's an for for me right for the the stuff that I want to fill my ear holes with, um, despite the content of the podcast being wholly objectionable, the quality is pretty good compared to other other podcasts as far as like entertainment is concerned. So. Uh, Got into those groups, lasted like two days before getting booted out for being uh, open borders, right? Like that was the sticking point. Mm-hmm. And so I want I, I want to use this example uh, that they used with me, MC, uh, to, to to just to illustrate how ludicrous uh, like the, the mindset of those folks are, right? And I and I I tried to ask for clarification, right? I'm like. That makes no sense whatsoever. Can you explain yourself? <laughs> right? I got, don't be a fucking retard, fucking retard, fedora tipping, and cap motherfucker. Just get the hell out of here already. Kind of, that was like the response that I got going like, what the hell are you guys even trying to say? Uh, so the example for closed borders, this is, this is how they framed it to me. And because I've been booted out, I can't even, you know, I didn't take any screenshots. Uh, I can't pull up the, the transcripts, but it's basically like, let's assume for a moment, MC, that you've got this bicycle, Right. You got this, and then some thief goes over and steals your bicycle. He's got your, he's got your bicycle now. Stole your bike, right? Now, is it better for you if he just lets you use the bicycle, or is it better for you if he lets everybody use the bicycle? That's the hypothesis that they threw out. So, okay, do you understand? Like, do you understand what's being asked? And do you have an answer? Like, if you want to, like, you know, I'll play devil's advocate no. for, for a minute. No. Okay. No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so, it's like, so, if he, well, I would say if he lets me use it, then it would be mine again. I would just take it. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, if you have access to like, the bicycle, just take it back when he lets you use it and then secure it better. Right? Lock it up. It's mine now. It's mine. It's yours again. <laughs> but they, they said, like, so here's here's their argument, and then try to bear with me as I do my best, uh, as I do my best to not straw man them, 
right, which you know I, I've accused them of as well, to not strawman them and to uh, to accurately articulate what the the point that they were trying to get at was. So, with open borders, the state has stolen your tax money, and then divvies it up against the the population of welfare recipients and immigrants that come in over the borders, right? And so, to them, that welfare is like the the money that should go back to you, I guess. And by closing off the borders, you prevent access to your property, the money that they stole from you, from entering the hands of welfare recipients and immigrants. And so they say, like, when you when you open the borders, uh, you introduce the tragedy of the commons, which is after the, your pro- after your bicycle has been stolen. Everybody gets access to it, right? Everybody can get on welfare. All the immigrants can get on, you know, social programs or whatever. Uh, and that's that's how they made that comparison. I go, okay, I get, I I see why you think that's a good comparison. Now, you're still wrong, uh, but the you know, so so let's go on from there, right? Like, okay, I see I see what you're trying to get at now. Uh, and then I go, so I said, like, well. If you have access to the bicycle, right? If you have access to to the, the 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 tax money that's being spent, right? Take it back, right? Just just get get your property back, right? And then they go like, well, if I if I try to take my property back, I get shot and I get put in jail. I go, okay, well, if it's a legitimate theft, right? If someone legitimately took your bicycle and in in your attempt to retrieve the bicycle, uh, you're being threatened with further violence. Uh, shoot first, right? That's it. It's, it's your bike. You have the right to retrieve it. If it's if it's you know if it's theft, if they stole your bike and it's your bike, you go get it back. Uh, just shoot the guy who stole the bike and take it back, right? I don't think anyone's going to give you a hard time for that because he stole your bike. He threatened he threatened you with further violence if you attempted to retrieve it. So the only way to retrieve retrieve your property uh, was through violent means, right? They they did the, the thief did not give you any other means to retrieve your bike. Uh, and that's when I got kicked out of the group because they, they said like, no, no, you're advocating for the tragedy of the commons. I'm like, no, I'm advocating for like retrieving your property and shooting first if necessary. If that's what it takes to get your property back by all means. They were like, oh, I fucking fed posting now. You fuck, you're trying to like get it. You're trying to like get it, the FBI down our throats. And then boom, I was out of the group for like, <laughs> ap- apparently like advocate, apparently advocating for defense violence and retrieval of your properties, like fed posting to these re- retards. Hmm. But what, and then, so I like, I'm reflecting on this and because now I'm out in the group, I don't have anything else to do. I'm reflecting on this. And I go, wow, what a sad state of affairs, right? For, for that mentality, right? The mentality that, uh, the, the theft of property is inevitable, right? The theft of property is inevitable. Therefore we must beg the thief to not let anybody else but us use it, right? They stole, that bully stole my bicycle, right? Like, Debo's got the bike. That's, that, you know, my grandmama gave me that chain, man. That's my bike, Debo. You know, like that type of thing, right? Like, he stole the bike. But as long as he lets you ride it, and you can ride it exclusively, then you're okay with the theft, right? Like, that. that's a win, right? <laughs> but, if, but if he lets somebody else ride that bicycle, Right then, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you stole that bike from me. Only I'm allowed to ride the bike. Right, like that's that's the weird, sad state of affairs 
uh, that those folks are like now operating from. I go, wow, that's that's sad, right? You, you defensive violence uh, to reclaim your property is now like Fed posting because they they licked the boot so goddamn hard and have their tongue so far up like the state's ass as far as you know wanting to use the state to to oppress uh, their political enemies, right? That they don't even see that they're the ones asking for it, right? Even the whole like tragedy, the commons thing, I go like in, in other conversations that didn't get me blocked, right? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm in favor of open borders because I'm the anarchist, right? Anarchist, you know, no state borders because the state is illegitimate, illegitimate. You can't, if you can't have, if you, if the state's illegitimate, the state borders are illegitimate as well, but you can have private borders, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do on your private property, like fortify those borders, Right, and the response that uh, then was also, "No, you can't do that because the state won't let you." So the state, the state has to do it. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't know how you made it down. I don't know how you made it through like uh, ancapism, right, and and libertarianism for for some of these folks, and then like miss the bus so hard on like the legitimacy of the state in in doing this, and like just just the absolute bootlicking." that it takes to say that, right? Like, no, the state, the state has to do it. As long as they're going to steal from me, then they, they at least have to operate in my best interest. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what, what sense does that yeah, make? Yeah. Well, it's what, what do you call it? Stockholm syndrome? A little I bit. guess so. That's a good, I, I did not get to use those words because again, booted out so quickly, but yeah, that makes yeah. Stockholm syndrome makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Just total. There it's was like, one of we're in this prison, but it's but at least it's our prison. It's our prison. Don't let the Mexicans into this prison. Like yeah. put them in the Mexican prison. Yeah. Let them be in that. This is the you know this is the white prison, right? And <laughs> and that was that was the other thing, right? Like I you know uh, the the dude who operates the 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 group who like you know was kind enough to allow me in, only to boot me out like a couple days later. Um, and that was a journey all on its own. Like I I had to take some extra steps to get reinvited into the group. Uh, lives in Maine, so he's like he's in like the whitest state in the in the country, right? Like ninety five percent white up in Maine, uh, complaining about like the illegal immigrants, and so I go like, well, okay, fine, you've got illegal immigrants in Maine, or you know Maine's like a sanctuary city, so you, so you have like not only illegal immigrants, uh, but you have like uh, the state actually sponsoring illegal immigrants to be there, right? Which yeah. We, we can have that discussion if you want. We're not going to have it, but we can have it if you want. And then I go like, why would, why do you want a border wall in Texas? You know, like, how does that help you in Maine? He goes, because they come in through Texas. I go, yeah, but if you put the, if, you know, he's like, you know, if you, like, if you put the border wall in Texas, there's, there's still like, there's still other ways to get into Maine. It's coastal, right? Like fucking boats land there, you know? He's like, well, they, they boat them in from Africa because they, they have a, a, ironically, they have a large like Somali population moving into Maine. Like that's, uh, that may sound racist, but those are facts, right? Like if I, you know, um, for whatever reason, uh, they're like, they're, they're importing, uh, they're, they're importing Somalians into Maine. I don't know why. I don't really care. Those are the facts. Look it up if you want to. <laughs> And he goes, so like, he's like, well, they, they, what they do is they boat them from Somalia into Mexico and then they cross the Mexican border and then ship them up to Maine. I go, that's a lot of work, you know? 
So I'm like, if they close off the if they close off the Mexican border, they're just gonna like skip that step. They're just gonna like put them on the boat from Somalia, right? And then just you know, uh, uh, sh- you know, drive the boat up the coast until you find an easy port of entry, right? It's coastal. There's plenty of ways into Maine. But like again, like, I don't know how this logic gets twisted because I think I see it so clearly. So like, no, the best way to keep Somalians uh, out of Maine is to put a border wall across Mexico. <laughs> okay. Right. I can't even make this up. Like this is this is legitimate. This is legitimately what they're what they were uh, the the views that they were espousing. Uh, to me in this, in this, you know, limited group chat that I, w- I was only able to sustain for a few days, right? They ship them. So, so, and I go like, well, so it's, it, you know, you're not going to be able to, to stop like immigrants coming into Maine by putting a border wall in Mexico. It's like, well, you stop the marginal immigrant, right? You, you stop those that wouldn't otherwise have gone that far. I go, all right. If you're only talking about the margins, right then can we do like a cost benefit analysis right like how much tax dollars are you willing to spend out of your own pocket because if they put the border wall up in mexico you got to pay for that right that's a federal thing your your federal tax dollars in maine are going to pay to keep you know immigrants out of texas sure and if you're only talking about like the marginal immigrant right it's not even that many like you're only keeping a handful out and the ones that do manage to get into Maine are going to be like the most driven, the most dedicated ones to get there, right? They're the ones that are like, oh, Somalia sucks. I'm going to Maine. You know, we're going to, we're going to take over Maine because I don't know why, you know. <laughs> and if those are the ones, then, you, you know, you might, you might have less overall immigrants getting into the country. Uh, but as far as like the, the worst ones, you're going to get the worst. Because you're not even going to lose the stragglers that, like, you know, get to Kentucky. You go like, oh, this is cool. I don't need to go to Maine. I'll stay in Kentucky, right? It's a long way to go from Texas to Maine, you know, if you're if you're an illegal immigrant, right? But if you boat them directly in from Africa, right, then anyone who got on the boat now fucking ends up in Maine, right? Mm-hmm. And you just, boop, you just, now you got a whole bunch of them that circumvented the wall, uh, and they're no longer marginal because you stopped the marginal ones with the wall. So now you got, like, a high, you have less overall, but a higher density landing in your little town. Like, why would you want that? No. I go, well, if you're, if you're saying it's inevitable, then like, why even try? Then you're just giving up. And like, well, no, I'm not saying it's inevitable. I'm saying your, your method is wrong, right? Like your solution to this problem is obviously wrong. You can't put a, if you want to fortify Maine, then fortify Maine. You don't fortify Maine by fucking blocking off, you know, transportation into texas right you got you guys got to rethink this you know not to, not to mention the hypocrisy right or, the, or the, again just right over their head right that what they're what, what they think i'm saying is inevitable is what they've already granted as inevitable and that's that the state will be in control right that the state is somehow responsible to protect maine uh from illegal african immigrants coming in through through the, the mexican border right the, the state is inevitable, so therefore we must do the... I go, why would you assume that? You know, do something else. So as far as that discussion, we ended with, we, can, we, we both could get behind secession. Like, if you want Maine to secede, fucking go for it. Like, I don't care. Drop a, put a wall between Maine and New Hampshire because I don't want to deal with that nonsense either. 
uh, please, absolutely. So common ground, right? Like we found common ground. Secession it is. Let's stop there. Uh, but yeah, just, oh my God, what a, what, what a healthy insight, um, to the mindset of, of those absolute, you know, uh, they called it to me, they called me a retard. I'll call them a retard too. Uh, what a, what a, what a absolute insight into the mindset of those retards up there. Right. And then the, okay. So the, the, the last thing I'll say about that, and then we can move on was, um, I go like, you guys, you guys are like the whitest state in the union right now. Right, you guys are like ninety five percent white, right? You have the ethnic majority majority if there ever was an ethnic majority, right? And you're already being overrun, right? Like it's you you can't rally ninety five percent of your people to, to to vote in favor of not having that happen, right? Like some <laughs> some somehow the 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 really small like less than five percent of the African immigrants that are coming into Maine, right? Have have swayed the politicians there to such a degree that it's sanctuary, that they're coming for your money, that they're reducing your jobs, you know, your job prospects. They're doing all of that with less than like 5% of the population because it's 95% white. So it's less than 5% of like all other minorities combined up in Maine. And yet, and yet they can't, they can't even convince like their other white folks, right? Like, you know, they're 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 the white nationalists, the the white is right, the white power. Be- they can't even convince other white folks that it's it's a bad idea, right? <laughs> like you have the ethnic majority and you're still failing. You know, m- maybe you guys should like rethink some of this. Um, and I'm not telling you how to do things, right? I'm just all I'm doing is commenting in a group about the situation as I see it, uh, and you know. Again, I don't really care what your goal is. If your goal is like an all-white ethno state, by all means, go for it. Uh, I won't be a part of it, obviously. Um, but you should be able to do that somewhere if you want to, right? And you can get voluntary. You can keep, you know, you can let people in voluntarily. You can keep people out voluntarily. Uh, private property reigns. By all means, have at it. Uh, but you want to do it in all of Bain, number one, by blocking off immigrants from coming in through Texas and you can't even convince uh, your your other your uh, your other members of your ethnic majority uh, that it's the right thing to do, right? You've got all these facts, right? They're coming in, they're stealing our with their ride, they're taking our bicycles, and they're letting everyone ride our bicycles, you know. And where do we? And there's nothing we can do about it. They're just they, they everyone has our bicycles, uh, and you can't even convince like you know the other white folks in Maine that yeah man, maybe we shouldn't let them them all take the bicycles. Like maybe, maybe we should all just keep our own bicycles, you know? So what a, what a, what a, what a challenging, um, few hours it was to, to, to spend in those groups, uh, and to really like, I didn't even, I don't even feel like I was there to defend open borders, right? Like I'm, I'm in favor of it on this show. Uh, they brought it up. I just kind of like challenged their positions. I didn't really say like, you know, I could have, I could have taken the principled positions like, no, open borders because freedom is freedom and what you guys don't want freedom, right? But that obviously isn't going to go over well in the group, right? They, they obviously don't want to hear that aspect of it. And a lot of them have heard the, you know, the, the anarchist arguments for open borders before and rejected it, right? So I was, I, in, my, in my goal at the time, failure as it may be, wasn't necessarily to uh, argue in favor of open borders on a principled level, um, but to argue against 
closed borders on a pragmatic level, right? Like how do, how do they not see uh, how dumb this is to waste all that money to close borders in Texas and, Me- and Mexico in order to keep Africans out of Maine? Like to me, that's, that goes without saying, right? Like it doesn't make any sense from the onset. Uh, and yet these are, these are like close to the, close to the chest, highly held beliefs amongst well, these people. I mean, it's the same in, same in Hawaii. People in Hawaii want the border wall built. I mean, <laughs> for what? To, to keep Mexicans out of Hawaii? I, I don't. Who's invading Hawaii aside from white people? <laughs> well, Micronesians, Jap- Japanese, Chinese, everybody. <laughs> But, th- but that's always been the case, right? Like, as, as soon as migration started, right, it's, it's been a bunch of, like, Asians and, and other islanders uh, moving there, right? That's, you know, one of the, uh, it's the reason why, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the ethnically Portuguese, right, that's, like, that's the big joke in Hawaii. Uh, if you're not from Hawaii, it's like having Polish jokes, right? Yeah. In, in Hawaii, it's like the Portuguese jokes, right? We're working side by side. Uh, with the Filipinos in the cane fields because that's the level that they were on at the time, right? The Japanese, the Chinese, they come with Asian money, so they buy up lots of land or whatever. Uh, you know, same with the white people. White people, they they come, they they come, they come with their rich white money and they buy up all the nice places. But you know, it's, it's not like you were going to do anything with it anyway. But yeah, you know, but but I I grew up there, right? And it's. It is to me. It's always been like the melting pot. the The groups may stay near each other, right? They they may you know they they may group up together uh, as far as you know where they live, who they hang out with. Um, but you don't walk into a classroom uh, in most schools in Hawaii and have it be like ninety five percent white, or fifty percent Hawaiian, or seventy five percent Japanese, right? There's like there's a handful of everybody. And of the three that you named, really, only the Micronesians get a bad rap uh, for coming there and just getting on the welfare programs. Like the 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 uh, the the influx of Japanese and Chinese investors should be seen as like a boon to the economy. Uh, and you know, I've I've worked with Micronesian uh, guys, and to me, fuck, they're just as hardworking as anybody else. Um, but I also I also know the stereotype, right? They 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 come here from Micronesia just to get on like the American welfare. And I go, yeah, same problem because you have the American welfare, right? If you get rid of that, guess what? It goes away. So if you don't give out handouts, right? Uh, the other example, if you don't put out like the free bowl of food uh, in front of the house, uh, you don't attract strays. It just doesn't happen. So the fact that you know uh, people want to immigrate to Hawaii. Uh, mostly, mostly for the beautiful islands, the, the beaches, and the weather, right? If, if you don't, if you don't give them free stuff, then they have to go there and like earn their keep, just like they would any place else. And still, if it's Chinese, Japanese, and Micronesians, I still don't see how building a border wall across the Mexican border, not letting the Chinese, Japanese, and Micronesians into Texas, uh, is in any way beneficial, right? If anything, close the ports. And don't let any ships land on the island, right? Like, if that's what you really close the airports, right? You know, don't don't let any planes from China or Japan or Micronesia land at the airport, right? 
screen people as they get off the planes, right? Stop them there. If, if that's what you really want, and I don't support that, but I'm just saying, I think that that would be more a more effective way of, you know, achieving your, uh, you know, racist, bigoted, you know, anti-immigrant uh, uh, goal than building a border wall across states that have nothing to do with who's migrating to your state. MC? Yeah. My, my second favorite topic, I guess, is immigration. <laughs> so it, it comes down to, you know, consistency, I think. And some okay. people, some people value that and some people don't. Um, so yeah, I don't, it's, it's not like you can, uh, give them a, a lesson on that, that they would care about because they don't care if they're consistent, you know? So and I think that's pretty much what separates us from, uh, everybody else, I guess. <laughs> right. Which is why when I'm talking to like, you know, anarchists and libertarians and whatever, I can, I can stick to like the principled, the principled position on the issues. Right, you can have a principled discussion with someone who understands principles. It's it's when you know they go like, well, they're going to disregard principles. That if you're trying to you know win hearts and minds or whatever, or just trying to get a you know, uh, which wasn't even my goal in entering you know the the alt right field. It was more just uh, um, they, they entertain me. So let's have at it. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm not on Facebook as much. Let's see what else you know what else the this you know the conversations have to offer. Uh, but if you if you you know if they've heard if they've rejected the the rationality behind principle, then that's not obviously not going to work, right? Um, you know, talking uh, with our, our old group, uh, we briefly brought it up at the beginning, you know, before the show, the the Hawaii Agri Social Club. Um, I remember one of uh, one of the members going like, "Well, the reason you can't convert um, a lot of people on the left is they don't they they don't accept the appeal to reason." right they're they they were they're only swayed by emotion i go well great now that we know that appeal to emotion right like let's let's win them over on the emotional front um and the uh, the the rebuttal that i got from that was well they're just as easily swayed back right if if if, if they're going to be easily swayed by emotion then they will they'll be swayed back the other way by you know an equal uh, emotional appeal i go but we've had them for a little bit Right, like we, we moved them once. Uh, maybe after we've moved them by emotion, we can then appeal to the rational side to like to anchor them down to you know to, to the anarchist position, to the libertarian position, and not let the not let them let their emotions take over uh, and sway them back uh, the other way for whatever reason. Uh, but alas, you know, it doesn't work, right? You know, there's there's always strategies and tactics and and how you get them uh, to you know how to how do you win them over. Uh, and emotion is is never it, right? Because from you know, for for a lot of uh, anarchists and a lot of libertarians, right? You go like, well, uh, hammer on the principle, right? The, this is just this is the moral, this is the ethical, this is the this is the way things have to be. Like, All right, no, just leave them alone then. Like, don't waste don't waste your time, don't waste your energy uh, trying to trying to convince people through rational means uh, who are only going to move on emotion. And will be easily moved back. Like that's not that's a waste of time and energy for me. So I don't bother. I just get the entertainment out of it and move on. All right. Shall we move on? Sure. All right. Uh, you got anything else you want to do? Headlines. 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 I got a lot of headlines. You got. I'm. I might. Let's. Okay. 
I'm going to read this the last one first because I think I might want to get into it with you even though it's probably the most off-topic headline um, as far as this show is concerned. And I don't know how to like weave it into the to the structure of the show necessarily. So headline, uh, Tesla remotely disables autopilot on used Model S after it was sold. Headline, the primary mechanism of your oppression is not hidden at all. Uh, headline, Baltimore County admits it hasn't been recycling glass for seven years. It still encourages residents to recycle glass. Uh, headline, U.S. government wants to ban encryption in the name of protecting children uh, headline banning dollar stores hurts unserved under oh, excuse me banning dollar stores hurts underserved communities more than it helps a uh, headline la politician want to seize private apartment building to prevent rent increases a uh, headline states that tax the most are getting the worst results per dollar uh, headline police call to school after six-year-old girl with down syndrome made a gun with her finger uh, headline, intellectual property, innovation should serve consumers, not producers. And finally, headline, how insurance impoverishes. Uh, so I'll, I'll still throw it over to you. Uh, any place in particular you want to start this week, MC? Oh, anywhere is fine. All right, let's do, let's do the Tesla thing. Um, mostly because it's a little, it's, I'm, I think as we get into it, I think you'll see that I'm looking more for um, solutions. Like, how could this be solved, you know, absent a state, um, even though, you know, it's not necessarily a state, uh, a state problem, number one. And after the, the rally and crash that uh, uh, Tesla had this week that you pointed out to me, that was also, you know, uh, uh, you know, something that we talked about off air. Um, it was Tesla was definitely on my mind. So Tesla remotely disables autopilot on used Model S after it was sold. The subheadline, Tesla says, the owner can't use features it says they did not pay for. So here's the article. Tesla has remotely disabled driver assistance features on a used Model S after it was sold to a customer, Jalopnik reports. Uh, and this comes from The Verge, uh, if that matters to you. The company now claims that the owner of the car, who purchased it from a third-party dealer, a dealer who bought it at an auction held by Tesla itself, quote unquote, did not pay for the features and therefore is not eligible to use them. The features were enabled when the dealer bought the car and they were advertised as part of the package when the car was sold to its owner. It's a peculiar situation that raises hard questions about the nature of the of over the air software updates as they relate to vehicles. Cars sold with hardware-based upgrades such as four-wheel drive versus all-wheel drive or advanced adaptive cruise control do not lose those features when they are resold on the used car market. But because Tesla can update its vehicles remotely, the Model S and other Tesla vehicles can apparently lose key features. Uh, Tesla did not immediately respond to the request for comment. The owner in question, who Jalopnik refers to as Alec, purchased the car last December. The dealer bought the car a month earlier from the Tesla auction with both enhanced autopilot and full self-driving mode features intact, according to Jalopnik, which reviewed documents related to the car's ownership and sale. The dealer then listed the Model S, advertised both features. However, unbeknownst to the dealer, Tesla had independently conducted a software quote-unquote audit of the car after selling it and disabled those features in a December update. 
The end result, when Alex picked up the car on December 20th, he did not have access to all its advertised features. After contacting Tesla customer support, Alex was given the bad news. Uh, quote, Tesla has, recent, uh, Tesla has recent identified instances of customers being incorrectly configured for autopilot versions that they did not pay for. Since there was an audit done to correct these instances, your vehicle is one of the vehicles that was incorrectly configured for autopilot. We looked back at your purchase history and unfortunately, self-full driving was not a feature that you had paid for. We apologize for the confusion. If you are still interested in having those additional features, we can begin to process. We can begin the process to purchase the upgrade. Uh, the value of the self-driving feature that was supposed to remain active in the Model S comes to about eight thousand dollars. Alec paid for the car under the assumption that the features were bundled into the car's price. Tesla now says Alec has to pay the company for the features to get them re-enabled. With a normal with a normal car's built-in features, even ones that may depend on software, it's reasonable to think that a technician or mechanic would need to physically access the car to remove it. Even with a te technology product like a laptop or smartphone, updates generally can't be forcibly rolled back without the consent of the owner unless the device has special IT software installed. In those cases, the company generally owns the device or has the owner sign a legal agreement anyhow. Tesla's over-the-air updates have caused anxiety before. The, this kind of control by a car maker weren't poss wasn't possible until recently, and Alex's situation raises questions about what used car owners can expect in the future. Uh, end of the article. So my question for you, MC, uh, and then we can get into the details, is Tesla holding that feature hostage uh, from Alex at this point? Uh, hostage? Maybe not the right word. Um I think in this case, uh, it it sh it should be t Tesla should just give them the upgrade at at, at no charge. Um, More as a PR move, or because it should be it should should not have been removed in the first place. Well, shouldn't have been removed, or shouldn't have been sold, uh, enabled on the car. So that was their fault. Uh, they had a they had an auction and they and it, the service was enabled when when the car was sold um, at auction so, by Tesla. Yeah, yeah, at auction by Tesla. So, so in that case, I think to me, if I was Tesla, it would be obvious. Okay, you know, it was it was sold like this. You should have it. Um, I, I mean, I I see their their point. Uh, uh, their their normal sales model. The, the car is delivered without the autopilot enabled. And so th if that's the way it was given to them, then that's the way it should stay. Um, I think that's just, uh, so you're saying at the, if, if the dealer at the auction bought it from Tesla at auction and Tesla had not advertised that those features were part of the auction. I don't um, even care if it was advertised or not. If if the car was delivered in a certain condition, that's the way it should be, um, and unless there's a deal to change it, um, you know, if somebody sold me a car with a supercharger on it, and then after I take delivery of the car, they come and take the supercharger away and say, "Oh, well, this wasn't part of the deal," I'd be like, "No, this is the way. This is this is the you know, it was the on supercharger like, wasn't advertised. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's advertised. Like this is this is part of my car, so." Um, yeah, I think, I think they're definitely in the wrong for changing something after the fact. It, it, it's just, I mean, I don't, 
I don't you know see funny why about anybody, that? anybody would argue with it, except for I think you know Tesla's just not used to that. They're they put themselves in a position where they're they're where they're uh, being uh, fraudulent. Really, <laughs> that's I, yeah, that's what I think. I think they're definitely being fraudulent. I want to jump in real quick with something anecdotal. So what's funny about that that whole like you know take the supercharger back um, when I when we bought my Corolla, uh, it was like sold as is. Right, I'm like all right, as is, you get the money, we get the car, deal's done. Uh, afterwards, they go like, "Hey, can we get the the tire iron out from the back?" That was like one of our one of our employees' tire irons. I go, "No, that was fucking as is." All that dicking around with the price, <laughs> all that's you know to to negotiate. Now you want something? <laughs> no, you you sold it with the tire iron. I'm keeping it. <laughs> and so I told my dad, he's like, "Oh, you should just give him back the tire iron." I'm like, "No, this is a principal thing, right?" They want to go as is. They want to be like, oh, we're we're the sale, you know, we're the used car lot to, to you know haggle sales or whatever, and you know do all that nonsense. No, I'm fucking keeping it. They sold it as is. That was in the trunk. I'm keeping it. It's part of. It was part of the package deal, man. Uh, right. So yeah, so I kept the tire. Um, yeah, but yeah. So is so is, are you uh, do you agree with me then? You threw out the word that in this case of Tesla, that this could be seen as a legitimate case of fraud. Uh, on their part for selling it with the feature, having it resold with the feature, because like, could they? Are they then saying that because he was the second buyer, like the the, you know? No, it's not because he was a second buyer. Um, a, a car, a Tesla that is sold, can get upgraded, and that upgrade will stay with the car no matter if you sell it to another person or not. Um, the problem is when when the car was sold from Tesla. What Tesla should have done is removed the uh, super. Or, I'm sorry, removed the uh, autopilot feature before they sold it, but they didn't. They they okay. waited until after they sold it to remove it. So that's the problem. And then they did the audit and said, mm-hmm. like, "Oh no, we that we shouldn't have done that." Right. But by, by then it's too late. Right. Sales done. You closed it. Right. So they 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 screwed up and they wanted the customer to pay for their screw up, which is that's not the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't think so. Right. <laughs> yeah. Seems seems a little seems a little whack, but like like the article says though, as we as we move forward, right, and with the stock price of Tesla skyrocketing, right, it seems that there's a lot of you know fans of Tesla, um, as far as a, as being good buy, uh, and a lot of you know with the waiting list on the vehicles, seems like there's a lot of consumer demand for the car um is is that the kind of company that we want to to be like a leader in the auto industry right is like do you want to buy cars where uh whether you want whether you like it or not right these features can be turned off on or off at the whim of the dealer technically they could stop the whole car remotely so um, I don't want that. I don't even want to live <laughs> in that fucking world. Yeah, it's a bizarre world. Um, for, fortunately, they 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 also want people to believe that the car's reliable and that they wouldn't do that. So um, it would be against their interest to shut people's cars off, um, and it would well, be against people's interest to sell things in in a car and then turn it off after you buy the car. Um, I I think it's it's probably a one off situation where. It, like I said, their their big mistake was uh, uh, selling it uh, with the autopilot enabled when they should have removed it first. Right. If they didn't want to sell it that way. So, you know, right. I don't so know how many times that's happened. 
you know, maybe it's happened a couple of times. Maybe, maybe it's only once. I don't really know. Um, I don't think it reflects on the whole company. Um, it could have just been uh, a couple of people's decisions, uh, you know, that were that were wrong. Well, I would like to. I would like to think you could, you know, like, well, it's not that it's, you know, not the dealership. This is this is coming from oh, like yeah, this it's definitely Tesla not the software. Yeah, it's de- it's it's definitely Tesla. Tesla as a corporation is their their uh, fault, and they should they should fix it. Okay, and I would I would also say that the best thing for Tesla would have like just leave it alone and not get this publicity, right? Because now now the you know the Verge is the Verge is writing about it. Jalopnik was reporting on it. Mm-hmm. We're talking about it. Well, you know? yeah, there's there's a lot of people that that have a lot of hate for Tesla and, and actually anytime you write about Tesla, it, it gets views and, and hits. So there's, there's, oh, there's definitely, uh, more, uh, publicity to be done with, with Tesla's name. So, okay. Does Tesla care then? Like if, you know, is, is oh, any I'm sure publicity they care. good publicity? No, I'm sure, I'm sure they care. And, and I, I don't know what the resolution is going to be on this particular case. Um, but I, I think, you know, they, they have a case that, that it, or the owners of the car have a case that it was fraud. So, um, you know, I hope they, however they do it, I hope they get their autopilot back. Free of charge yeah. and maybe, and maybe a bonus for aggravation, right? Sure. I, this yeah. is the type of situation where I'm a big fan of like, you know, punitive punishment. Sure. Um, the other, the other, the other frustrating thing, and this happens uh, on a smaller scale for me. Right. It's like you see you see an article like this, like this Tesla thing, and you go like, you know, you you hope uh, that something like this would dissuade customers from purchasing the product. Right. You go like this should well, be he, bad. He, pr- he, you you hope that I, I like I said, I, I don't do. think I think it's probably more like a one off situation. And how many people are buying used uh, auctioned uh, Teslas from a dealership? I mean, it's true. You know, it's because. You also have to understand, like Tesla's normal business model is you you go to a website, you put the options you want, and then a couple months later they they build it and they ship it to whatever. A couple destination years to, later, you mean? Or, or years, well, uh, depending yeah. on which which car you get, um, yeah. and 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 what cycle they're in the in the production. But you know, it's it's completely different from uh, a normal situation where you go to a dealership and there's a car there and you buy it, you know? right? Well, I, okay. So here's my point from from a from a, a the the anarchist perspective, from a libertarian perspective, right? We like to believe, uh, you know, that the, the free market will regulate itself, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's our thing. The government does. The government need not step in. There's no reason a car dealership would turn off auto uh, autopilot uh, because the bad the bad publicity that they would get would drive customers away, right? Like we we I've heard the argument. I can make the argument. I I, I believe well, in the argument. So, so there, there probably will be a resolution to this that we just don't know yet. So right. Tesla could make it so where they, you know, update the car before they, they auction it. And that would solve the problem of sell, selling cars without, you know, with options that they're not supposed to have. Sure. So, it's a, you know, that's that's an easy solution. I, I, I have a hard time believing that, that, that this was an intentional uh, model um, to get people to buy auctioned cars uh and then and then you know and then uh you know what what do you what do you call it? what's the expression uh, uh retract take it back up, update yeah 
I mean, pull, pull a fast one. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you say that. You say that. But I mean, after contacting Kesta customer support, Alec was told, nope, you didn't pay for it. You have to pay for the upgrade. Well, yeah, I understand what he's told. But that's part part of the problem is the weird business model, right? And so okay. the, there's there's problems with uh, the the, what do you call it? The technician working for Tesla not understanding the dilemma that the customer is going through. And yeah. maybe maybe it doesn't even care. I don't really know. But the if he's a technician, it, he doesn't care about customer support. That's for damn sure. Or it could be a customer support person that doesn't care about customer support. Because they're they're just, you know, do the normal thing like, oh, you want autopilot, you have to pay for it. Well you didn't pay for it. obviously you didn't pay for it because it came with the car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you so. didn't have to pay for it because it was built into the goddamn so, price. So I don't so, have to pay for the sport package if it's built into the price when I buy the car. It's just yeah. sport package, 25 Gs. And so if they don't understand it, the if if the Tesla rep doesn't understand it, then maybe they have to go to court and get it figured out, you know? And then and then and then maybe uh they make a big deal about it in 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 the media and uh you know, hopefully they don't do the same thing over and over again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so and I I doubt they will. You know, I doubt their their standard practice is putting an autopilot in all their auction cars and then selling them and taking them away. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it's very logical. I don't know. See, but if, but if they're not getting any if they're not getting any pushback for doing it, right? There's no then there's no oh, market well, disincentive. But they are and they get more pushback than regular car companies. All right. Fair enough. And that's that's why I think they they will change and they they will respond to it in some way. I just don't know what that response is going to be. And if it's anything less than we're sorry, we made a mistake. Here's your auto pay. Here's your your auto uh, your auto drive package back. Uh, no, you don't have to pay us. And you know, how about like you know, a free year of Tesla something or other that would mm-hmm. you know? Here's a, here's a free battery pack or a, you know, a charging station to put somewhere. You know, some, sure. Some some good some goodwill, good faith gesture. Uh, yeah. To to make it yeah. right. So yeah. we'll see. We'll yeah. see. So, so, so I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to follow that story because I think it's a one-off situation. And it's just weird. Um, well, if the if the follow-up shows up in my newsfeed, I will definitely bring the bring it to the attention. Yeah, and there, there's other things too. Like you could, you know, when you buy the car, and if if you're that worried about it uh, keeping its autopilot feature that the car is sold with, you could put that in the contract with the dealership. And then if, if, if they take the autopilot away, then you could take it back to the dealership and say, Hey, I want my money back. Here's a, is a contract that, you know, this car has autopilot now it doesn't. So, uh, you know, so then you could, then the dealership would be able to work with Tesla and figure it out. Okay. Uh, there's, there's, there's other ways of doing it, uh, without the state. Um, and, uh, I would hate to be in a situation where, all these, all those little things have to be a part of the contract with the dealership for fear of what the manufacturer might do. Sure, but right. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying there, there. Like are, to me, that's an undue onus on the on the is. end consumer's part. Yeah, I get but it. That, but, I've ar- but I've already said it was it is it's Tesla's fault. I don't I don't think there's anything else to discuss. Like they, right. should, they need to fix it, and then they need to fix their process. Well, then we with, shall with, see with how they handle auction cars. You know, maybe maybe it would be better for Tesla to sell their auction cars to say all auction cars have autopilot enabled. You know, <laughs> and that will make the auto, you know, the auction price higher. You know, <laughs> yeah, but it may not make it higher by the full eight thousand, right? Maybe. Oh yeah, they, like, they may be counting be anything. On, yeah, yeah. You auction car base model, and then you pay full price 
for for the for the additional features as opposed to the depreciated mm-hmm. built-in value. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on this? I don't know. Final thoughts? Because goddamn it, show's over. Oh, look at nope. the time. It's wonderful. <laughs> I'm hungry. All right. Uh, yeah, you got a big hike. Uh, we'll probably go get some dinner pretty soon too, and then hit the gym. All right, that'll do it for us. Then thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, check us out anarchistexperience.com. Uh, man, what are the new ones? Uh, Telegram. Uh, find the Telegram group uh, t.me/anarchistexperience or t.me/theanarchistexperience. Uh, there's a new social media site up, so there's a page on that now. Uh, float.app slash uh, anarchist experience, I believe. Maybe with the D in there. I don't remember because I just set it up a few days ago. So doing our best to get away from Facebook, find us at those places. And as always, uh, the place to give us money, if that's still your thing, uh, that hasn't changed. Patreon. Patreon is where we take donations. Patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.